Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and today we're talking with Beth Ann Nichols. Uh, Golf Week USA Today. Uh, Do I have to... Can I not list all the newspapers? Is that okay with you? <laughs> yeah, just the network. <laughs> just the network. Okay. Um, oh, Fox Sports. Don't forget that. But uh, she's graciously given us some time today. And uh, I've wanted to uh, speak with her, interview her for a long time. So, Beth Ann, uh, the way we do things in after hours is a little different. Uh, don't be scared. But uh, first of all, I wanted to give you some names. And you can give me the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Brooke Anderson. Hockey. <laughs> okay. I know. Wow. It comes up in every single Brooke Anderson interview. Somebody asked her about hockey, but, yeah. but you know, I do think that I say that because I think it really just speaks to her athleticism, her grit, just the kind of athlete that she is, you know, that she was, she was a really good hockey player. You know, when she first came to Portland and first time she played and I was, uh, I worked with a photographer and I'm his backup camera guy and stuff. Anyway, here's this little girl from Canada. And when I say little, she's not, tiny but she's not a very big person right. and i'm watching her and she's just walloping the snot out of that ball it's just going <laughs> down, the, down the fairway and her sister i got to talk to her sister a few times she was a lot of fun she had a she had a really great sense of humor especially with a couple of beers in her but um <laughs> you know it was great but that's what i thought i thought i didn't know anything i didn't know anything about her you know yeah. She, she, she said she's a power player. One yes, of the best she, drivers of the golf ball on tour. Yes, she is. Okay, Annika. Machine. Oh, my goodness. You know, watching Annika, it was like, you just felt like she couldn't miss. Just this, also a player who, who was long in her day, became long in her day, mm-hmm. uh, in her prime. Uh, you know, the longevity of Annika, what she's done, the last two years coming back out of retirement, making the cut and her first start on the LPGA, winning the senior women's open. She's the goat, right? Of the modern era. Yep. Yes, she is. Okay. In B park. The queen. (laughs) (laughs) Queen. We call her queen B. Queen B. 
She's she's a major champion machine. She's won seven of them. And every year I pick her for at least one major. She hasn't won in a while, which is in terms of a major championship, which is kind of stunning. But, uh, you know, in, in watching NB putt is a thing of beauty. Just yes. incredible rhythm. Yeah. So smooth. Okay. Uh, Nellie Corda. We talked a little bit about Nellie earlier in the regular show, but this is your quiz here, Beth Ann. So Nellie Corda. You know, I'm going to steal something that Judy Rankin said to me because I agree with her. You know, if 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 you could have anyone swing on tour, of course, you'd have to have her stature as well to go along with it. Sure. <laughs> but, but if I could be as tall as Nellie and have her golf swing, oh, my goodness. It's just so enviable. It's it's so beautiful. So athletic. Oh, know? yeah. It, it's, I, it's, it's just gorgeous. whoosh. It's just yeah. whoosh. Uh, Jessica Corda. You know, when I think of Jessica, I, I I think of the family. You know, she was she was the first one to come out on the LPGA, obviously, and and um and I, I don't know. You just you kind of can't put Nelly without Jessica, Jess without Nelly. Right, Lexi. A heartbreak. <laughs> I mean that that's what I think of mostly these days because that's mostly what we've seen. Yeah, do you think that? I mean, we always, you know, keep our fingers crossed, but I would love to see Lexi just really once or twice in her career, just have it all come together at a major, just boom. And I think that would fix stuff maybe, but kids got the talent. No doubt about that. Well, she's she's been right there several times in right. the last few years, and and just couldn't close. So you know, I, I I think you're right. If she can, she can have that moment. She's a very resilient person, and if she can have that moment where she could overcome the demons that are that are running around in her head right now, seemingly yeah. because it's very obvious that everything about physically about her stroke changes. Like so many things change physically that as you get down in the stretch on Sunday that, that, you know, that it's in her head. Yeah. You know, I hate it when those little voices in my head stop talking because I never, <laughs> I never know what the little buggers are up to. You know? so, <laughs> I know. As long as they're talking, I've got a picture in my mind, you know, um, Lydia Co. Prodigy, uh, you know, watching Lydia win at 15 and, and what she did, you know, before she turned 20 was, was magnificent. And I think she really inspired a lot of young girls, you know, along the way. I thought the coolest thing was at the Olympics when um, she was standing there on the podium and she reached over to Nellie and she, wh whatever she did, she adjusted her collar or, yeah. fixed something she goes that won't here okay now you're good to go like i just <laughs> thought that that was the coolest little it's the smallest little thing but it's a you know it shows some friendship some sportsmanship a lot of class and i just i don't know little things like that stick with me but i just thought now that's a good person there doing that no one no one on tour is better in defeat than lydia co well she hasn't suffered fools too many times in her career, though, so it's all good. Uh, Mickey Wright. Wow. 
Mickey, when I think of Mickey Wright, I think best swing of all time. I mean, that, that, that's what I think of automatically first and foremost. But then the next thing I think of is how quiet she was, how secluded she was, you know, how she became, you know, you know, she wouldn't even go to the opening of her, her, the Mickey Wright room at the USGA, you know, you know, she just, she just did not like the spotlight. So when you look at, you know, truly incredible athletes who carried a tour because she did carry the tour in her prime and and you know and hated the spotlight that came along with it i'm fascinated by that could you kind of correlate her to ben hogan in a way as far as you know prior to hogan of course you know you had well, if you want to go back, I'm talking about pros, though. You had Walter Hagen, and then you go Byron, and you got all these guys there. But there was that stretch of time, kind of along the same time that the LPGA Tour was gaining some ground, and Hogan was doing this. And Hogan didn't seem like, I think he liked a good time. But um, I saw him once, and then I was told not to approach him. Uh <laughs> He was eating lunch and you know, this was in Texas. Anyway, I, for some reason, I correlate those two, Mickey Wright and Ben Hogan together, not together, together, but just, you know, as as far as responsibilities and the way they, they swung the golf club and the, and the focus and the fearlessness of them both. Absolutely. I mean, people that, that you want to model your swing after <laughs> you know and so yeah. many people are 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 Ben Hogan disciples my father certainly was I loved loved everything about Ben Hogan and his swing and wanted to know everything he could uh, you know I, I think you know you can be mesmerized by by Mickey Wright as well you know sure true icons uh Nancy Lopez you know when I when I the first thing that comes to mind is tears, which I know that isn't probably what you would think, but Nancy has so, and the reason I say that is Nancy has so much heart, you know, so much heart and passion for the tour. The LPGA is her family. She always continues in her prime as a rookie and now to do everything that she can to help the LPGA. And a lot of times talking about what she's so passionate about brings her to tears. Sure. That's what comes comes to my mind, just because she just, you know, embodies everything you'd want in a in a champion and in and in the face of an organization. Michelle Wee. <laughs> Shoulda, woulda, coulda, or what? Yeah. I mean, I always feel bad when I say underachievers the first name that comes to mind for Michelle. But look, we thought she'd be the Tiger Woods of the LPGA and win, you know, 10 majors and, you know, just break all kinds of records. And and unfortunately, that didn't transpire. I mean, thank yeah. goodness she won the U.S. Women's Open in 2014, because if she had retired without a major, I can't even imagine it. But on the flip side of that, Michelle, we won while she was a full-time student at Stanford, you know, living on campus, which I still find incredible. And and kudos to her for for doing it her own way, uh, you know. And there's no rule book for being or guidebook for being a prodigy. And and certainly, you know, injuries, you know, held her back in a tremendous way. And had she maybe 
taken more time off earlier on in her career than she did and maybe didn't play so much against the men early on, maybe things would have been different. But, oh, my gosh, what a talent. I remember seeing her at Pumpkin Ridge a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And this entourage with her, it wasn't, you know, most of the players on the LPGA tour, they got, maybe they've got a husband and along with their caddy or their kid or, you know, Michelle comes walking down in front of the clubhouse and there must've been eight people with her, her mom and dad right behind her yep. and the caddy, then some, you know, physiotherapist or whoever it was, the sports agent, you know, God, who knows. And I, and she was, pretty young then mm-hmm. and i thought man that is just so much pressure not even to win but all of those people are depending on you mm-hmm. in a very serious way you know and that's a lot of heat for somebody that was whatever she was then 18 years old or something you know um oh for sure i mean michelle felt that before she could drive you know and and i think that that you know, that, that she's, she is a, a, a well-adjusted wife and mom who, who yeah. really well, despite playing under this extraordinary microscope, because, you know, in, in terms of chronicling, you know, every move she made, you know, no one else on tour, you know, had that from, from, you know, from an American press standpoint, you know, right. certainly, certainly Aimi Azado has felt that Sabri Pak felt that, but in terms of like an American player, you know, in my past 20 years, no, no one felt it like Michelle. No, I, I, I mean, you could tell just watching her walk and the crowd kind of parted for her, which I thought was, that was pretty cool, but you know, they kind of parted, but, and I'm not speaking out of turn here. Yeah. The toughest ones were her mom and dad. That girl couldn't, take a step but one of them wasn't within two feet of her the whole that whole weekend i, I kind of watched it you know whenever i was around or whenever i'd see her i'd watch the dynamics because i'd heard about it i'd read a little bit about it and i watched it and i went wow that's true um dad was always like right there or you know whatever i i felt bad for her yeah which, which is another reason why stanford was so huge you know that that she had an opportunity to 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 be as normal as you can be as as a you know multimillionaire in college yeah. <laughs> the world over but but she was surrounded by by other students who were exceptional in other things and and could be on her own and learn about things on her own and that that was crucial for Michelle in terms of development as a person yeah, no, I think uh, what I've seen her do some commentary and stuff on TV, seen some other things. I think uh, I, I I think that's great. OK, last one here. Christina Kim. <laughs> Loud. That's the first thing <laughs> I think of. Whether it's uh, her talking or her clothes or just the way she appears on the scene most of the times, you know, she is. She is often the life of the party for for a lot of fans, you know. Um, oh yeah, she's uh she's she is one of a kind. Would you? And I'm not being insulting. Would you kind of call her the John Daly of the LPGA in a way? 
No, because I think Christina is very disciplined. And I think she, you know, has a very serious side. Uh, but in terms of um, just being someone fans relate to and enjoy right. and stand and stands out. Yes. Okay. Last one, Beth Ann Nickel. <laughs> Uh, at this particular moment, tired. <laughs> That's the first word that comes to mind. It's been a long summer and we're not even done yet. I mean, right. the golf world has never been so crazy as it is right now. I mean, every day it's something new and crazy. Yeah. I hope we get through it. Um, I, I mean, we'll obviously get through it one way or another, but I hope that my wish is that, the LPGA tour comes through unscathed. They might have some players leave if those guys across the pond start putting stuff together, but um, you always be careful what you wish for. You know <laughs> that yeah. I was told that as a kid. Anyway, Beth Ann, thank you. Thank uh, you. It has been a real treat to talk to you today and folks, we will be back next week. <clears throat> excuse me, with another edition of After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. Uh, go out there, take care, and be nice to somebody. See ya.